Okay, wait, Fahabiki, is Elon Musk actually going to make a phone? Because that's what around 42,069 headlines in my feed are saying right now. Not a Tesla phone, SpaceX Starlink phone, or Neuralink phone, though that would be kind of hella cool. Not even a boring phone, despite a lot of people saying phones have gotten at least a little bit boring lately. And wow, does he have more companies than Apple has product lines? Digression, bygones. But a Twitter phone. And why? Because he was so masterfully baited on Twitter into saying just exactly that. And I quote, If Apple and Google boot Twitter from their app stores, Elon Musk should produce his own smartphone. Half the country would happily ditch the biased, snooping iPhone and Android. The man builds rockets to Mars. A silly little smartphone should be easy, right? To which Big Papa Twitter replied, I certainly hope it does not come to that. But yes, if there is no other choice, I will make an alternative phone. And I don't know if that first tweet was 12th level intellect 6D chess or just unabashedly unaware of how to even play checkers, but Apple and Google have Parler and True Social on their app stores. Yes, they've given them warnings over the lack of content moderation in the past. And yes, Twitter has gone scorched earth on their own trust and safety teams recently, which is the whole entire concern here. But that really doesn't seem like too low a bar for them to walk over. And hell, Twitter has had porn, like full-on porn on the platform for basically ever. And while I can't even imagine the incidents that have cropped up in app review over the years, they're still on both stores. And that's not even factoring in things like the Amazon and Samsung's app stores on Android and sideloading which depending on how regulation turns out in the US and EU might be on iOS in the next couple or few years as well. And above and beyond all that, Twitter's actually a website and iPhones and Android phones both have web browsers. So while it'd be nowhere nearly as nicely packaged, even in this most manipulative of what if scenarios, Twitter is effectively unbootable still, still. The idea of an Elon phone is super interesting, especially for those of us who remember the heady days of the 2010s when BlackBerry, Palm, Windows Mobile, and Symbian were still thriving or at least surviving even as the iPhone and Android began upending everything. And there were so many different platforms to choose between, so much competition, so many different concepts, and most of that is just gone, long and completely gone now. So the idea of someone, anyone else coming in and injecting new options and ideas into the market is beyond exciting, especially someone with the unique combination of Kardashian-level social thirst and Kaiser Sose-level single act of will who could get trolled into buying Twitter for $44 billion, could maybe also get combo-trolled into making a phone for several more billion on top of that right? At least just another phone, which is super easy, if not an alternative phone, which may be way more of an inconvenience because all it takes to white label just another phone these days is fat enough stacks of cheddar, either that you own or on loan, and the commitment to fab a basic batch. I'm not even talking about TCL trying to bring back BlackBerry and Palm branded phones long after the original company's tank, not to mention those super sus gold dipped Escobar phones 
that keep getting sent to MKBHD for review, but things like the camera company RED and the Hydrogen One phone that they tried, because alternative phones, the ones that aren't just novelty hardware running a skinned version of Android, those have proven just way, way tougher to bring to market, even for giant tech companies and billionaires. I mean, Apple did it because Steve Jobs thought existing phones just utterly and completely sucked, and he had a keen product sense, a workable technology stack from the Mac, new interface mechanics Apple was already working on for a tablet, and an incredible amount of focus and discipline. So they whittled down OS X, ported over Safari, and supersetted the iPod into the iPhone. And Google did it too, because they were desperately afraid that Microsoft would own mobile the way Microsoft owned desktop with Windows and Internet Explorer in every pocket. And Google would never be able to be in control of their own services destiny. So they bought Android and forked Safari's WebKit into Chrome's Blink and away they went. Huawei's had to do it much more recently too, thanks to being shut out of pretty much US technology in general, including all of Google's services in specific, which makes them incredible hard sells for anyone outside of China who lives and breathes on those Google services, even if it's on Apple hardware. Facebook flip-flopped on it many, many times, despite being one of the very few companies that could realistically replace Google services with their own. Mark Zuckerberg hired away key Android, iOS, and Safari talent, but just never managed to push out anything more than HTC-branded cha-chas and ones, not even a browser, not in a decade. And now Google's fear has become his reality, with no first-party platforms of Facebook's own to provide cover from things like app-tracking transparency. Same with Microsoft and their roller coaster ride of lighter Windows builds, a full stack of competing services, including the Bing search engine, the Chromium-based browser Edge, they've probably given up on more mobile frameworks than every other company has ever made and recently went Android for their Surface Hingeable. But the old Bill Gates, Sauron-style hunger to dominate markets just doesn't seem to be there anymore. Samsung has Tizen in their watch, TVs, and back pockets, and their own Chromium-based browser, Android-based app store, and a set of Samsung services. But despite a constant, I hate you, don't leave me attitude about Android in general, they've likewise just never found the device ticular fortitude or seriousness to go it alone. Amazon did at least give it a try though-ish. Jeff Bezos forked Android into Fire OS for their Fire tablets and then for the Fire Phone. But like pretty much all CEOs since, he aped Steve Jobs' authoritarianism without also aping his willingness to let smarter specialists argue with him and win. So instead of an awesome shopping phone, we got this weird-ass parallax phone that just nobody was willing to one-click on. Still, at least, Amazon has Fire OS, their own app store, and the Silk browser. But all of that still currently leaves absolutely zero viable alternate phones on the market. And if nothing else, Elon has shown an almost obsessive willingness to put obscene amounts of money where his meme is. And of course, of course, of course, there are absolutely valid long-running issues with everything from his dedication to fit and finish to ability to ship on schedule, profitability outside public funding and offset credits, talent retention, regulation, and an Olympus Mons height mountain of other stuff. And 
Seriously, how many companies can one CEO legitimately pay attention to, much less sleep on the floors at, at the same time, at any given time? But Elon has a reality distortion field that dwarfs Steve Jobs' in his prime and a cult of Musk way, way louder than any cult of Mac ever was. So a Cybertruck-looking phone with a Tesla UI running whatever version of Linux or forked Android with Starlink connectivity, maybe Neuralink one day, probably still running Android apps because running apps is just the key to any platform, but in its own store and with progressive web apps, PWAs as first-class citizens just to pay Jack back. In a year where pretty much every other phone has been a single-step iteration on the previous year's model, maybe an Elon phone could electrify, if not completely polarize, the whole entire industry again. And if you want to be part of that, if you want to get in on the ground floor of neural networks, algorithms, machine learning, all the foundations of modern software and systems, and the physics behind all of our electronics, there is no better way to start than with today's sponsor, Brilliant. Brilliant is like college-level courses made available to everyone, and just the best possible way to learn computer science, math, quantum mechanics, game theory, and more in a visual, hands-on way. For example, you can learn to program by shifting blocks of pseudocode around, and you get immediate feedback, which leads to immediate results. You feel like you're solving puzzles, gaming even, but if you invest even a few minutes a day, every day, you'll be amazed at how much progress you can make, and then coding becomes just way less intimidating and way, way more accessible. And Brilliant has thousands of lessons just like these with new exclusive content being added every month. So you never have to stop learning. You just have to start. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie or click on the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. So just click the button on the screen or go to brilliant.org slash Richie. Clicking on that link really helps out the channel. And so does checking out this playlist for way more on everything that's been happening with Elon and Twitter. Give it a watch and I'll see you there.